We left off in the middle of a, of a sugya. The first blot plus of the parak was dealing with whether or not you suspect an akam to be reveya, an animal. Whether or not you have to suspect. Our Mishnah said you do. Plenty of Mishnah said you don't. You're allowed to buy an animal for a carbon. You have anything to worry about. But the Gemara said, it's clear that if you know that an Akam was Reveya, an animal, then you cannot use it for a carbon. And as weird as it may sound to you, if something is not Kod Shemizbeach, then Reveya is not a problem. You're allowed to, we said last night, an animal that was nearby, you're allowed to eat it for supper. It's not treif. It's not, it's not usr. It just can't go on the Mizbeach. So the Gemara said, so why would a paraduma be a problem if it was a reveya? If the Akum was reveya, why would it be a problem for paraduma? It's not kachim Mizbeach. So first the Gemara tried saying, it's kachim Mizbeach. Then the Gemara said, not, not, not true. Then the Gemara said, it, the Torah calls it a chatos. The Gemara says, "Yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna go there. You're gonna you're gonna go all in on calling a paraduma chatas. Then then a yotzedayven should be puzzled, etc. etc. And it's not. So so that is not why a paraduma is puzzled if it is nirva. So the Gemara now says the final answer, smack in the middle of Chav Gimel Amud Elashani para, you know why paraduma." Although it's not Kachim Izbeach. And it's not Achatos. You know why it's possible by Reveya? Hayalumum Paisal Bai. Dvar Erva Vavaydezar Nami Paisal Bai. That Paraduma is unique also. Even though it's not a carbon, Mum passes it. If Mum passes it, if Mum passes it, then Abedizara and and Revia and Znus also passel it. You know why? Because Mum and Revia travel together. How do I know? That we say the word in the Pasik Hashhasa and Mum. Anytime you find the word Hashhasa in the Torah, like we find by the Mabel Ki Hishchis Kobas Darkai, Ein Eladvar Erva Vavaydezar. Hashchasa means Erva. And therefore, if Mum passes, Mum and Erva travel together, and that's the reason why Paraduma, although it's not Kachim is Beach, you can be paid it. It's not Chatas, Yetzidev, it's not possible. But it is possible by Mum. If Mum passes, Dvar Erva passes, because Hashchasa is Dvar Erva. How do we know this? And we know that that's referring to that's referring to Erva. And Avedizar Dachsiv, like we lay it on Tishabav Pentashchis and Vasisim Achem Pesel. Vahaparanami this Paraduma Hayulu Mum Pesel Ba Dvar Erva Vavedizar Pasli Ba. Since Mum Pesels. And that is the reason why a paraduma that was nirva is possible for paraduma. That's the whole reason. Before we go on, 
the Gemara here ties together Avedizara and Znus. Everyone knows the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Le'ovdu Yisrael Avedizara Elalahatur Gilei Rais Befarhesi. Gemara says that the only drive Yidin had to do Avedizara, they didn't believe in it for real, was because once you start Avedizara, all norms and mores go out the window. Avedizara encourages people just to like lose all inhibitions because they become so intoxicated by the Avedizara and they end up doing znus. The Margolis Yam over there in Sanhedrin says, We have a Kabbalah from the Gra, Shekabbalah hi biyadenu min hagainim, ish mipi ish ad moishirabenu. The Margolis Yam brings a, a tradition from the Gra straight back to moishirabenu that all Avedizara was for Dvar Erva, was for all Avedizara was for Dvar Erva. Klai Yisrael never did Avedizara, the Shema. It's a Kabbalah that Klal Yisrael only did Avedizara in order to be matter them Erva. And that's why we find the Torah, we just laid this past Shabbos, V'kam ha'amazeh v'zonu acharei elehei neicha. Why is it say in zonu acharei elehei neicha? Zok de Because Avedizara was never ever done in Klal Yisrael's history, Lashma. No one ever believed in it. It was always for Znus. Okay. That was the end of last night's Gemara. Gufa. As part of as part of trying to figure out why we would have a machlekes, why do we have a stira, whether or not whether or not erva, whether or not revia apostles and paraduma, we cited Rebbe Liazer. Rebbe Liazer said that you need to buy a paraduma off of a yid. Gufa says the Gemara Tani Shila, my time in the Rebbelazer, the Rebbelazer, the Chsiv Dabra of Bnei Yisrael v'Yikhu. Since it says v'Yikhu Bnei Yisrael Yikhu, it has to be purchased off of a Yid. V'Einai V'Einai Dekechavim Yikhu, and you cannot purchase it off of an Avekechavim. So the Gemara asks, you seem to be saying that any time it says Yikhu, it has to be purchased off of a Yid. Is that true? Says the Gemara Lameyata, the beginning of Parshas Truma, Dabero B'nei Yisrael, V'yikhuli Truma. It says that the Truma, which led to all of the parts of the Mishkan, Avnei Shoyam V'avnei Miluim, Leifayit V'lachayshen, that all of the purchases they made in the Mishkan had to come from B'nai Yisrael. Right? It says, what are we going to do with this? We're going to make this Shem and the Mar, the whole list. Anything that was used in the Mishkan, it says Vayikhu, which according to Shila, had to be from a Yid. So, is you give me like a look, to say Vayikhu, how do you know it's from a Yid? That was bottom Rashi on Chav Gimel. Oh, that's not, oh, I thought you, thought you were getting nervous there. Says the Gemara, so I hachinami elmeat the dabro bnei yisrael v'yikhuli truma hachinami the bnei yisrael yikhu v'nevi kichavim yikhu. Really, you could only buy the parts for the mishkan and the big day kahuna from a yid. Versus, yeah, maybe, maybe. V'chite machinami. Maybe you're going to say, yeah, no. V'hamer v'hudam ar shmul. 
Rebunah Mishmuel said famously, Shalos Rebeliezer. They asked Rebeliezer, Ad Heichon Kibar Avein. Where, where, until where, to what extent does a person have to do Kibar Avein? Amalehem Tzuru'u Ma'asev Ikechavim Echad. Lo'avim. There was once this Ikechavim, how he treated his father Ba'ashkelein. Vidama Benesina Shema. His name is Dama Benesina. They requested from him Avonim for the Aphid, and they were going to pay him 600,000 profit. 800,000 profit. The keys were under his father's pillow, pillow, and he did not wake up his father. The famous story of Dama Benesina. So before we get to all the Gishmaki Kashas on Dama Benesina, I have a Kasha that I don't know if any of you thought about. Taisus wants to know, really? They had the, they had the Avni Shem, they had the Amluim, they had the Chayshen in the Bayashani. That Taisus deals with. Why? Why did they need to replace the stone? Why did they need to replace the stone? I know there's raid. It was Binyamin's stone. Fine. It was Binyamin's it, it was Binyamin's stone. But it, the Bishamikdash is around for 830 years in total. It's not like, you know, my wife's earrings that fall off. <laughs> like they like the, the stones don't fall off. The stones don't fall off. Why did they need to replace the stone? What what's the backstory behind it? It popped out. He, he didn't play football in it. Why, why would why would a stone pop out? It was, it was glued in well. It wasn't poor craftsmanship. Do we ever hear of this? What? Where does this come from? Oh yeah, yeah. They need a bikshu avonim le'efed. Says Taisus in the Zman Bayesheni. Why would they need to be bikshu avonim le'efed in Zman Bayesheni? And if someone stole it, you probably would have stolen all twelve. Like this, the Gemara and Yuma. Says we know that the uh, the Avni Meluim, the the Cheshen, was used to answer an iron, and he'll be able to answer all the questions brought to the Urim Vitumim. So there had to be all of the Aleph base in the Urim Vitumim. Where it says, yeah, you have all the Shvatim. So where it says, I, you need a Tzadi. There's no Tzadi in the Shvatim. Where it says, yeah, it's an Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Meaning, we only really need the tzadi of Yitzchak. But we're not just going to write tzadi. We're not just going to write Yitzchak. So we're not going to write Yitzchak. Okay, thanks for the tzadi. One last letter. If you look at the whole Shvatim and Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, there's no, there's no tests. So the Gemara in Yuma says there was Shifte Yeshurun. Again, you don't need all Shifte Yeshurun. You just need the tests. But we're not going to write Shevet or Shifte. We write Shifte Yeshurun. Azoi state in Gemara in Yuma Ayin Gimel Amidbeis it is uncontested. If you go look in the Rambam Hilchas Klei Migdash Parak Tes Alachazayin the Rambam paskins how the how the Urvetumim looked. It says on the first stone before Reuven it said Avram Yitzchak Yaakov because of Lamata Me Binyamin and after Binyamin it says Shivtei Ka. The Rambam ignores, forgot, disagrees with a Gemara that is not controversial. There's no Yerushalmi that disagrees. 
There's no other mandamar in Yuma that disagrees. The Gemara Paskins, the Gemara Paskins that you write in the Avni Malum, you write on the Cheshem, Shifte Yishur. Comes the Ramam and Paskins, you write Shifte Ka. How? Why? What happened? So there's some cipher over there in Yuma and Gimel says, we find that Klali Sos referred to in two, two names depending on their stature. When they are not in their highest form, they are called Shivteka. For instance, we had recently in Bamidbar that if anyone's going to question their Yichas, it says, Mishpachas Hafalui, the Yud and the Hey, is that Kashbach says, don't worry, they're not Mamzerim. That's not exactly a ringing approbation. You're not a Mamzer. You know, you know, like the yud, the yud and the hay are there to say, "Don't worry, they're kosher yid." Yeshurin is the most exalted title. We we find we find in Pashas Bracha when we when Klal Yisrael reached their highest level, they were in the midbar for forty years. They worked out all of the kinks in the system. They're now they're now great people. Ain kakel Yeshurin. Klal Yisrael finally earned the title Yishurin, and in this week's parasha, Hazinu, that we're going to lay in by Yishman Yishurin Vayivat, some Sefer says the Torah is asking incredulously, Yishurin is going to be Bayit, Yishurin. That's the exalted title. That's the highest level Klal Yisrael is referred to. Klal Yisrael is referred to in two levels. Ka, when they're in their not exalted state, not highest state, you're sure when they're in the highest state. Now you can answer what's going on in the Ramam. Avada, the the Avnim Lum, the Avonim of the Eifai, the Avonim of the Chayshen, when the Torah said to do them, when the Gemara said to do them, in their original version, when Klai Yisrael came and they were where they should be, Berum Hamayla, they said, Shifte Yishur. In Bayesheni, where everything fell apart, Sinaschinim was rampant. There was Averis. Everything was falling apart. The, 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 the Hashmanayim were kings. It was just not a good matzah. At that time, they needed to replace the stone. They needed to replace the stone. They were no longer called Shifte Yishurin. They now re- were relegated to Shifte Ka. And that, and that is where the Rambam is paskining Shifte Ka. Yeah. There is a chayshin that will say shifte yishurin when Klai Yisrael is on that level. There is a level that it's going to have to say shifte ka. And that's how you miyashiv the stira in the Rambam between the Rambam and the Gemara. That is the backstory to Dhamma Ben Asina. Bikshu avanim l'chayshin, And yes, it was the Shevet Binyamin because the Rambam Paskin, we know from Sarah, it was the stone of Binyamin. That's where the Rambam Paskin that said shifte ka. That stone needed to be replaced. It can no longer say Yishurin, it has to say Shifte Ka. So, so, in other words, it sounds like this, the need for Shifte Yishurin, Shifte Ka, was to get the test in, to suggestion, it's not, this is not the dimensions, so to speak. You know, it's the dimensions, just get the test in. You're right. But it was like it sounds like, yeah, it was just to get a test. 
So that is amazing. And like you know, it's like it, it 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 takes three disparate things that are massively schwer, puts them together, and everything's good. That that's that's what that's what's Gishmak about. Okay, let's talk about two things that bothers everybody about the story from Dom Benesina. So, the Besiyasev said, Besiyasev asks on this story, what are you talking about? Kibar Avein is Mishal Av. Right? The halacha is, if your father says, I'm starved, could you get me lunch? No problem. You have to leave work, to run and get him lunch, and you get him like a really nice lunch, and you put it on his credit card. You don't have to pay for it. Kibar Avein is Mishal Av. So how come over here asks the Beis Yosef Dama Benesina was mechuyiv to take a loss eight hundred thousand profit? Kibbutz Kibbutz is Michel Av. So you could answer like the belt does. There's a difference between actually loss as in taking money out of your pocket and not profiting. That's what a lot of people answer. Duran says a very scary answer. Duran says you're right. Kibbutz Avaim is Mishal Av. Not to be Mitzayer your father, state and Ran, not to be Mitzayer your parents, that's, that's on you. So for instance, for instance, if let's say, let's say there was a mess up. You know, your parents bought one of your siblings something that didn't buy you and it's causing problems. If you would inform your parents, it'll hurt. It will cause them tsar. Tsar, Michel Ben, fork it over. If you use this run to answer this space, Yasef, that there's a qualitative difference between kibbutz and your chiyuv to not be mitzayer your father, then then avada, avada, that you have to take the loss for, which is a big game changer. Which means I'm always trying to keep it up. My father pranks, you know, my father buy this for Yantar. No problem. <laughs> no problem. But knows it, if it will come out of my pocket, I'll think twice. But now when it's tsar, if if it's gonna cause him tsar, it's gotta come out of your pocket. Huge chitish. That's number two. Point number three is yes, of course the Sefer Chsidim says, which this has been your kasha since third grade, since the first time you heard the story. If my father was sleeping on a coin, on a, on a key, and some guy offered me money, and I lost $800,000, when I, I woke up, I told my father, Abba, Tati, I, I'm such a good son. I didn't wake you up. I, I just lost a million dollars. He would smack you across the face. What are you crazy? Says the same, I wonder if your father's going to have more tsar when you tell him you didn't do the business, I wonder you should wake him up. And therefore, this becomes very halachalamaisa. Let's say your father's at your house for Shabbos. Happens. He's sitting on the couch, and as happens to fathers, he fell asleep on the couch. He's like dozing off. It's time for mincha. And it's time for mincha. So do you wake up your father or not? Mincha is not worth $800,000. You know, do you wake up fresh Tzach not dumb of Benesina didn't wake up his father and he's going to lose a lot of money you're going to wake up your father to catch Mincha says you'll wake up your father to catch Mincha because your father wants to be woken up to catch Mincha if when your father wakes up and you tell him 
I didn't wake you up because I wanted you to sleep, then that's not what this Gemara is talking about. I don't understand Dumb Menasina's father. Maybe he was like fabulously wealthy, or maybe he was an aesthetic that he didn't um, didn't want um, any money. But apparently, the Sefer Chassidim is saying he would not be upset that he wasn't woken up because if he was upset that he wasn't woken up, you don't wake him up. Okay, stop here for the sheer.